0: Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, March 11th, and I'm your host, Rena Sherbel. Our top stories today. Yellen expects uncomfortably high inflation, nickel market freeze extended, and ECB leaves rates unchanged. Leading today's news. Inflation took a turn for the worse in February as U.S. consumer price growth rose by 7.9%, representing the largest 12-month increase since January 1982. Core CPI, which excludes volatile food and energy and is the Fed's preferred gauge of inflation, even rose 6.4% year-over-year according to the Labor Department's Bureau of Labor Statistics. All the numbers were gathered before the supercharged commodity rally driven by Russia's invasion of Ukraine suggesting that red-hot inflation figures are nowhere close to peaking yet. Some had thought that central banks would slam the brakes after the conflict erupted, but the market reaction has been just the opposite. A series of quarter-point rate hikes are now on the table, with markets appearing to accept a coming period of stagflation, in which sustained inflation is coupled with lower economic growth. It's a delicate balance for the Fed, as tightening too sharply risks undercutting the economy and possibly triggering a recession. Investors are, in fact, eyeing possible downturns in consumer discretionary spending. Current Chair Jay Powell is under a blackout period before the FOMC's meeting next week, but Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, the former chair of the Federal Reserve, said, I don't want to make a prediction exactly as to what's going to happen in the second half of the year. We're likely to see another year in which 12-month inflation numbers remain uncomfortably high, she said, saying that the Federal Reserve was looking at the data carefully and will take an actionable response. On Thursday, the ECB cut its growth forecast and raised inflation predictions against the backdrop of the war in Ukraine. European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde even called the conflict a watershed moment for the continent, but will do whatever it takes to pursue price stability. The bank further said it will scale back its bond buying program shortly before hiking rates. And with net purchases likely stopping in Q3, the market is pricing in a rare ECB quarter point rate hike for October. ING commented Compared with the latest adjustments to its monetary policy tools in December, this is a slightly more hawkish outcome. Today's decision has brought forward the 20 billion euro per month purchases by four months. But compared with the comments at and shortly after the ECB's February meeting, today's decisions are less hawkish than some market participants had expected. The reason for the change of heart is clear. The war in Ukraine has strongly increased the risk of stagflation in the Eurozone. Extremely high energy and commodity prices, potential energy supply disruptions, weaker trade, new supply chain disruptions, and a high degree of uncertainty for both companies and consumers have changed the Eurozone's economic prospects in only a few days. In other market news, the London Metal Exchange will keep its nickel market closed at least until next week, allowing it more time to resolve a crisis caused by the nearly $8 billion loss-making trade by China's Tsing Shan Holding, the world's largest nickel producer, which had built up a huge short position. Nickel trading has continued in the Shanghai market, where contracts fell on Thursday by the maximum 17% for the second day in a row, indicating that pressure on the market was easing. Sanctioning nickel from Russia, which produces 17% of the world's top-grade nickel, would slow the adoption of electric vehicles and hinder the decarbonization of Western economies, according to a new report from Global Data. Since nickel is used in the production of EV batteries, any sanctions placed on Russian nickel will cause EV manufacturing prices to rise further, according to the report. In stock news... Chinese internet stocks such as JD.com, Alibaba, and Baidu dove into the Red Thursday as the Securities and Exchange Commission named five companies from China that could be delisted for failing to abide by U.S. accounting regulations. The SEC said Yum China Holdings, Xilab, ACM Research, and HutchMed have all been cited for not adhering to the Holding Foreign Companies Accountability Act. That act gives the SEC the power to delist companies and ban a company's shares from being traded if the company fails to allow U.S. regulators to review their company audits for three straight years. It's the first time the SEC has warned companies that their shares are at risk of being delisted for violating the act, which went into effect in late 2020. The SEC has given the five companies until March 29th to submit evidence disputing the commission's charges. Reaction to the SEC's moves was swift and negative across Wall Street. Afternoon trading saw Yum China shares fall 50%, ACM fell 25%, and HutchMed was down by a relatively mild 8%. The actions reverberated across Chinese internet companies, as even those not mentioned by the agency were battered by investors. Alibaba fell 9%, Baidu gave up just under 7%, and DD Global shares dove more than 10%. The Crane share CSI China internet ETF, KWEB, dropped by more than 9%. Even internet e-commerce retailer JD.com, which reported solid quarterly results, was not immune to the Chinese stock sell-off as its shares fell early and remained down by about 18% mid-afternoon on Thursday. The Russian industry minister announced Thursday that Russia has decided to temporarily suspend fertilizer exports, after Putin said we don't want to have such price rises on the Russian food market. The announcement comes a week after a statement from the Russian trade ministry said the ministry had to recommend Russian producers temporarily suspend export shipments of Russian fertilizers until carriers resume rhythmic work and provide guarantees that Russian fertilizer exports will be completed in full. U.S. fertilizer stocks like Mosaic, CF Industries, CVR Partners, and Nutrien have all been on a tear as relatively cheap U.S. natural gas has given domestic suppliers a significant cost advantage over European and Asian competition. CF Industries CEO recently said that fertilizer reserves are as low as we've ever seen, raising concerns over availability of supply in the event that China and Russia continue to restrict exports. BP and Shell have not offered spot diesel cargoes on the German market for two weeks for fear of a supply shortage, according to Reuters sources. Russia accounted for 58% of Europe's diesel and gas oil imports in 2021, and the German Fuels and Energy Association said Thursday that supplies of diesel and heating oil were becoming scarce. A source close to Shell said the company had notified German customers to prepare them for reduced supplies. Refiners in the U.S. rallied again on Thursday with CVR Energy trading up 16%, PBF up 9%, Holly up 6%, and Valero up 3% as peak demand and reduced capacity have led to higher refining margins across the board. Jay Minsmeyer's Value Investors Edge, a seeking alpha marketplace service, provides comprehensive exclusive reports on global trade and commodities, energy, shipping, and supply stocks. For investors, now is the perfect chance to take advantage of these opportunities in these sectors. Get your free trial of Value Investor's Edge on Seeking Alpha's marketplace today. Toshiba's proposal to split into two companies is now opposed by two influential proxy advisory firms, as Glass-Lewis has joined ISS in coming out against the plan because the process relied on, quote, flagrantly dubious reasoning and sidestepped investor feedback, this according to Bloomberg. Glass-Lewis also recommended that investors support a proposal from activist investor 3D investment partners for Toshiba to launch a new strategic review to explore other options, including the sale of the company. ISS did not support 3D's proposal for another strategic review. Glass-Lewis said, we believe investors have been provided clear reason to reject a further examination of the plan as currently structured and support a fresh process. Toshiba's largest shareholder, Fisimo Capital Management, which owns about a 10% stake in the company, has also come out against the company's split plan, saying such a move would be irreversible and likely detrimental over the longer term. Last month, Toshiba scrapped a proposal to divide into three listed companies, deciding to separate into two instead. Mask mandates on airplanes, buses, trains, and car share services have remained in place even after the CDC loosened guidance last month to drop indoor face coverings. Having been extended twice before, the federal mask requirement first implemented in 2020 to prevent the spread of COVID-19 has now been extended for a third time until April 18th, though it may be coming to an end soon. During the period of the last extension, the CDC will work with government agencies on a revised policy framework for when mask requirements can be lifted. We have to look not only at the science with regard to transmission in masks, but also the epidemiology and the frequency that we may encounter a variant of concern or a variant of interest in our travel corridors, said CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Citing a steep decline in cases, United Airlines will now allow unvaccinated workers to return to their jobs starting March 28th. Roughly 2,200 workers are still on unpaid leave, while another 200 were fired. It's a big shift from a company that had one of the strictest inoculation mandates in the country, though of course, if another variant emergence or the COVID trend suddenly reverse course, we will reevaluate the appropriate safety protocols at this time, United's VP of Human Resources said. As of 6.20 a.m. today, Asia-Pacific markets are slipping amid continued investor caution. European markets climbed a bit higher on Friday as global investors assess soaring U.S. inflation and a hawkish surprise from the European Central Bank while continuing to track developments in Ukraine. European futures are mixed. Look for President Biden to add on to the mother of all sanctions today, calling for an end to normal trade relations with Moscow. The decision which will be taken along with the eu and g7 countries will revoke russia's most favored nation status clearing the way for increased tariffs on imports russia sells about a third of its exports to the eu compared to about five percent for the us according to data from the imf stock index futures are higher friday popping right after a headline that indicated that progress might be made with russia ukraine talks vladimir putin says there are positive shifts in talks with ukraine russian news agency interfax reported according to Bloomberg. The move in equities is indicative of a jittery market reacting to every headline. Futures had been in positive territory already, though. From a technical standpoint, the S&P 500's defense of the 4,200 level in yesterday's trading was encouraging. WTI crude paired gains, but is up over $107 per barrel. Rates moved higher. The 10-year treasury yield erased losses and is flat at 2.1%, and the VIX moved below 30 Looking to economic data, the University of Michigan's preliminary measure of March consumer sentiment arrives shortly after the start of trading. Economists are looking for a dip to 61.4. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts the Cannabis Investing Podcast and Marketplace Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. Have a wonderful day.